please don't be lazy and come back very very soon shut up i'm listening to the next english podcast Listeners of the Next English Podcast, welcome to another episode, which is available to everyone. I'm sure some of you hate me right now after making that change to the Next English Podcast. And I've realized, actually, actually, I do need to keep recording podcasts for you guys too, for guys that don't want to pay a penny for the Next English Podcast, which I understand that's absolutely fine. Uh, personally... I do support my favorite podcasters like Luke from Luke's English Podcast or Ars Blog, Ars Cast, which is a podcast about Arsenal. Those are my two favorite podcasts right now. So I do support them financially. But to be honest, I understand because I also listen to some podcasts for free. So I get it. I get it. You didn't choose the next English podcast to do this or you haven't been convinced yet. That's absolutely fine. It is your obviously your prerogative it is your right not to do it i don't want to make you feel bad about it i get it and you are absolutely entitled to do this but what's going to happen in this episode well because i feel like i owe you something let's say i've decided to uh, make a let's say a mishmash i think it's called a mishmash from um from the live shows that you are not able to listen to that are available only to patrons or if you come and listen to them live at 9 p.m. Central European time every Sunday uh, if you can come live then uh, of course you can listen to the full extent of the episode but if you don't have that opportunity or perhaps you are in a different time zone so you don't want to wake up for it because it's in the middle of the night for you I understand so at least I want to give you a taste of what I'm doing these days. So I thought, let's do a mishmash. Let's do a, a bit, bit of a, I think it's called a mishmash. Hodgepodge, could I call it a hodgepodge? Hmm. Actually, well, it's like a, I'm going to collate. What I'm doing here is I'm collating um, a few live shows together uh, to give you the taste. So uh, let's say first 10 to 15 minutes of each live show. So first I introduce the guest and then you hear the guest talk so you can see or hear rather what sort of guest I have, what sort of topic I'm talking about and what you're really missing out on. Again, this is not, the idea is not to make you feel bad about it. The idea is to give you an opportunity to get at least something from what I do and make a decision if you want to join the live shows, if you want to listen to them live or if you want to become a patron of the next English podcast. Okay, I think it's fair. And if I keep this up, I'd like to keep doing this every month, every now and then, once in a blue moon, I will collate a few episodes like this, a few live show episodes only available to patrons and uh, make uh, an episode for 
normal or regular listeners like this. Okay? So, I hope you like this. Please let me know what you think about my idea. Let me know. Tell me if you think this is fair. And uh, you can send me uh, an email on teachersdenek at gmail.com or go to my website if you want and leave a comment there. The website is, as you know, teachersdenek.com. The second thing I want to talk about, I want to quickly mention is English through board games course. I have got a few participants that are eager for the course to start. They are B2 level and also I have got one B1 group. So there's a B2 slash C1 level group and a B1 group, so two different groups. If you are interested or if you are not really sure what this is and how it could benefit you, well, please, again, get in touch with me. Send me a message. Send me an email. I will talk to you. We can have a Skype call in which I explain to you what this is about, what exactly you're going to get and what sort of value it is for you. And to be honest, I will tell you if you are a suitable person for this as well. I'm not going to uh, be... um, you know, I'm not going to be dishonest to you. That's, that's not my style. I prefer to be honest with people and I prefer to tell them uh, things as they are. So uh, you don't, you, you don't, uh, you can't really expect any sort of underhand, underhand tactics from me or sales tactics that are going to manipulate you into paying me for this because that's not the kind of person I am. Okay? But... The offer still stands and it's, it's quite, I would say it's quite reasonable. The price is very affordable and that's because I'm a startup. I'm a startup and I need, I need to spread the word, you know. I need the people who joined the course to say, yeah, this was great. I'm going to recommend this to my friends. I'm going to record a review video for you, Zdenek, and to help you get more people into this course because it was really worth it. I want this kind of popularity. I don't want to buy it, you know. I don't want to manipulate people into it. I really want this to be successful. I believe in this project with my whole heart because I know it can be fun and it's very educational as well. And I I um, put in all my experience, all my years of experience and qualifications into creating this course and uh, also my passion for board games, of course. Okay, so please let me know if you're still interested. You can join, of course. And once there are enough people for each group, we will get started. The participants of this course are not all listeners to this podcast, by the way. They are different sort of people. Some of them are my ex-students from um, my Czech Republic time. I've got a few (laughs) Russians joining and uh, then um, th- there are a few people that I have reached out to on LinkedIn, actually. Yeah? This is a platform that I have been using recently. If you want, you can look me up and add me on LinkedIn, where I post daily posts about this. Well, I post daily posts. That sounded a bit awkward. Uh, basically, uh, this is my way of doing organic marketing. I create posts about board games and learning English. And then, um, of course... Uh, this is my way of explaining people uh, what I do and, um, again, ch- a chance for them to learn a bit more about this. Yes. And the third thing I want to talk about is, if you happen to be in Prague in October, or if you don't live too far from Prague, I, I can imagine Polish people, uh, 
could be interested or Germans. If you don't live too far, I am going to organize a Lepster meetup. So that's a meetup of listeners of Luke's English podcast. There is a Google form that I've created. It's a poll. It's a poll and I'm, I have shared it in my Facebook group. And I think I'm going to put it on my website temporarily. And I ask people there wh which sort of date would suit them. So right now the Saturday date is winning. Uh, please only participate in voting if you really consider coming. Don't, uh, don't vote if you cannot make it. Okay, so this is a Lepster meetup, obviously a meetup of listeners to Luke's English podcast. And as always, we're going to play some board games there and practice our English and meet like-minded people. I've been through five meetups like this. To be honest, I have organized every single one of them. Two of them were in Prague and three of them, or was it four now, maybe four, were in London and it was always a blast. It was always a lot of fun and definitely worth your time. Some of them were even with Luke, so that was even better, of course. So, thanks very much. That's, that's that for this long introduction. That's not always going to be like that, but I felt like telling you these three important things. Okay, guys, enjoy listening to this episode and until next time, cheers, bye-bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Zdenex English Podcast. How are you? Can anybody hear me? Can you hear me, guys? Martin, Ivona. Excellent. Thanks a lot. We might not have that many people today, and that's because I, I had a lot on my plate this week, so I didn't actually promote this podcast that much. So that's, that's why we probably won't have that many people. But as you know, as always, uh, this is going to get published later. And obviously... This is your chance. This is your time to shine. If it's just so few of you, that could make you feel special here. And you might have more space, more room to ask your questions and things like that. I'm, I'm glad that you can hear me well, because that, that is ultimately the most important thing. And we can't do this without uh, you guys being able to hear me, right? How is the weather in, in where you are? That's, that's one of the questions I always ask here. To be honest, in my place, it's kind of scorching hot. And I have recently started going for a swim in a lake. So finally, it's the middle of summer. And like the last few years, uh, we, it was quite hot in, let's say, April, May. And th this year, it came kind of late, didn't it? I'm, I'm surprised. But it's here. I think summer is here. By the way, I have to apologize for canceling last week's show. And uh, you're probably wondering why I did that. Well, all I can say is that if you watch my latest YouTube vocabulary video about the phrase go awry, that's that's probably the best way to find out. So find Teachers Denek YouTube channel, uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, and uh, watch the latest video to find out what happened. So what's on agenda today? Well, uh, I'd like to have a chat with my guest, as, as always. I, I'm not alone for this. I think it's, it's the best way to do it anyway. And, um, well, you will obviously find out about him in a bit. But uh, there's, another, there's another thing I'm trying to do here. 
uh, as an English teacher, obviously, I've got I've got a, a, a hidden hidden agenda, so to speak. Uh, I'd like to you I'd like to uh, teach you a few useful phrases that contain the word the word fire. Now, why fire? Well, you will you will find out very soon. And I think it's high time I introduce my today's guest. So, he is actually living in Belgium, although he was born in Ukraine, as far as I'm aware. And apparently, he's also of mixed heritage, of mixed origin, and he can speak a lot of different languages. As you know from my previous episode, uh, I have recently started tapping into my own online teaching business, it's called English Through Board Games. And, and the latest, the, the previous episode of the Next English Podcast, actually, it's going to be uh, two episodes before this one because there will be another one published in the meantime. But that doesn't matter. I'm, get, I'm getting <laughs> sidetracked here. Uh, I'm talking about my business, English Through Board Games. It's a new thing that I'm starting. And if you love games and you're at B1, B2, C1 level, get in touch with me and um, we'll have a nice... We'll have a nice chat over Skype, um, and I'll also give you a discount as a listener to this podcast, okay? I promise. So my today's guest was, in fact, one of the people that connected with me on LinkedIn, somebody that I was trying to reach out to as my potential client or prospect of somebody who might be a participant of my brand new course, English Through Board Games, and he was interested uh, in what I had to offer, so he actually we actually arranged uh, that thir uh, free thirty minute Skype call with me, and um, yeah, but uh, it turned out that his English is kind of too good for what I'm doing. Uh, so also there was another thing. Uh, actually, um, we found out that he is a listener to Luke's English podcast as well, and he has even heard my episode. Um, um, Remember when I was a guest on Luke's English podcast in episodes 569 and 570? So he 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 even remembers listening to that. So I thought I thought it was really cool. I thought, wow, uh, let's invite this guy to my to the next English podcast live show. That that's going to be pretty cool. And uh, so I did because I think uh, he's an inspiring guest, and uh, he fortunately he was up for the challenge. And uh, hopefully everybody is fired up by this point. Ho hopefully everybody is enthusiastic and energized. So here's my guest, uh, Bogdan, if you could please call me in. And I'm going to accept your call as usual and see what happens. Bogdan, can you hear, me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can Excellent. You hear me? Yeah, it's loud, loud and clear. Perfect. That's so cool. welcome, welcome to the show, Bogdan. Thank you, Zanek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we also have Maxim now, which is fantastic. Maxim is another uh, listener of Zenex English podcast, obviously, and he's also listening live. So, how are you, Bogdan? I'm cool. Just yeah, the weather in Brussels is so bad. You know, like it's it's very blurry, it's uh, rainy. So mm. the weather is bad, but I'm cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> Is, is, this, is this typical for Br Brussels, by the way? Or... Yeah, actually, yes. You know, like in the same Netherlands, both in Belgium, you mm. know, people also always complain about weather. Weather is bad. It's mm. rainy. But you know, the point is, when the lockdown came to Belgium, beginning yeah. of March, mm -hmm. uh, starting from like first of March till the end of the spring, like till uh, till like about till twentieth uh, of May, the weather mm -hmm. was perfect. It was super sunny. 
Yeah. All of people want to go outside, but they cannot because, like, because <laughs> of the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely taking taking its toll on us, you know. Like even mentally, yeah, yeah. I think. I think I've got one of my questions for you here because I've obviously I prepare for these episodes. Would you believe that? One of my questions <laughs> is about about the lockdown. So ho- hopefully we will get we'll get to that later. Yeah, sure. Uh, but first, I'd, I'd like to uh, find out about your background uh, and, and especially how you actually ended up in Belgium. Because from what you told me on that Skype call, you were born in Ukraine, right? Yeah, I was born in Ukraine. So hello, everyone. Like I'm Bohdan. Originally, I was born in Ukraine. Uh, but for past five years, I was living abroad. And like I was studying in Germany and after I moved to Austria, I mm. was working mm. in a few startups in Austria, in Linz. It's in Alpes, Austria and also in Vienna. And like one year and a half, half ago, I got the offer from company here in Belgium as a project mm-hmm. manager. Mm-hmm. So I moved here. Forgetting my kind of educational background, I was studying international law and business, but okay. I slightly okay. moved to software development. So, I see. Yeah, that's yeah. like how I changed my background for that. Yeah. I see. You took a detour. You sort of went went so, went a different different direction. Yeah. Yep. So 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 it it wasn't we we can't really say that it was tough to tough for you to move to Belgium because it was not your first uh, destination abroad, right? I could say in terms of culture like changes it's fine, but you know, I didn't speak uh, very good French or Dutch. Now I can ah. I'm able to manage to learn Dutch, yes, obviously because I can speak German. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, in terms of French because Brussels is mostly French speaking community. So right. it's a bit challenging for me, but so far I managed it. Yeah. So we could say it was a bit of a baptism of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. I, t- I don't know if you guys uh, know this expression. Uh, if if something is baptism of fire, it's it means that you're 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 tested. It's like something new for you, and it's difficult, and it's challenging, and you are kind of being tested. You know, that's what baptism uh, of fire means. Yeah, I think baptism isn't that some sort of a ser- um, initiation process or something that you do yeah, to babies, sort of, yeah. like in, in, in Christian faith, like uh, you pour holy water over a bit ba- over a newborn <laughs> baby or something like that. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, I think that's where the expression comes from. Baptism of fire. It means like a fire. Use fire for that. That's like super, super hard, super tough. Yeah, uh, they are gonna talk also about fire, but not the Baptist one, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so um, what what do you do? So you said you are a project manager, didn't you? Yeah. So I work as a project product manager, but also beside my full time work, like I do run a startup with my friends, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. we do participate in different startup competitions focused on technology of machine learning, artificial intelligence, blockchain, and mm-hmm. for past seven months, we were working with Dutch police. For the for Dutch police and Dutch firefighters in Netherlands, in Den Haag mm-hmm. and Groningen, uh, on the problem of firefighting using machine learning and data science. That's like more precisely about the topic. I see. We'll, we'll definitely get into that a bit more. Yeah, but I have to say right now, I have to say, Bogdan, you are on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah do you know? Do you know what that means? If I say somebody is on fire. Um. If you could like to explain it, it would be better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm not I'm not trying to test you or anything. I'm just I'm just trying to nat- naturally throw in these these expressions and idioms in in the most pos- in the most natural way possible. I think it's it's interesting. So if you are on fire, it means I think you are in form and things are going well for you and 
and you have the momentum and you're doing really well. You're unstoppable. So yeah, sort of, you know, expect the lockdown. Yeah. And coronavirus around. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely on fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 All things considered. Yeah. All right. That's, that's, that's good to hear. So what does your job involve? I'm quite interested to know, Bogdan, what exactly uh, are your responsibilities there? So if you are a project manager. Yeah. So first of all, I do work for the mobility and automotive sector. We do a software for the cars, for different mobility, let's say, companies. And mm-hmm. my job involved actually manage the team, deliver the project, if I talk more generic. But yeah, there are a lot of aspects of my job. I have financial part when I have to manage the budget, request mm. investment. I have to work with the team on team management side, you know, to organize the team, to facilitate, lead them during, during the project. Also, I see. have to work more with developers, develop, develop the kind of, or deliver the product itself. Also, marketing, sales. I mean, on different stage of project, you have different responsibilities and different actions you have to take. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so far what I can tell you. Seems to be like you're doing almost everything. It's a very, very responsible job for sure. And uh, so, so yeah, can you even... Let's... Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like uh, when project goes, usually project management manager responsible for everything. But if project fails, like probably project manager would also like kind of be injured by that. And mm. uh, you have a yeah. lot of responsibility yeah. at the same time. You have a lot of freedom. Which, uh, I see. Dependent. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. So, so it's like you you can do your own things. You can you are allowed to be creative to a certain extent. But obviously, you have to meet meet the objectives because if you don't, then let's let's say it, you might get fired, which is another expression. Yes, yeah, that, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure everybody knows what uh, what to to fire somebody and to get fired means, right? Uh, so it means to to be sacked, to be made redundant, to lose your job, but because yeah. of something, because there's usually a reason for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, well, in terms of, you mentioned that you are working for some sort of company, developing some technology to do with fire, yeah, as well? Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, I did. So, mm-hmm. so what kind of fire are we talking about? Can you tell me more about that? Because that sounds quite interesting. Yeah, the fire is real, you know, so the fire can injure you. Uh, okay. Like, oh, yep. <laughs> I, <laughs> definitely. I, I, I'm pretty sure it can, yeah. <laughs> So long story short, like our startup participated in the accelerator, which was Odyssey. Uh, that's uh, where we participate and we, where we found this sort of challenge for the fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do work with the fire brigade in Den Haag and also Institute for Physical Safety in Utrecht. And also mm-hmm. we do work with Dutch police itself to, let's say, help the firefighters to mitigate fire cases efficiently based on machine right. learning algorithm right. and also data sharing platform. So it's kind of like our generic goal. Okay. Sounds very complicated if you ask me, but but it's it's how how could we explain this? So it's like it has to do with technology and computers and prevent it's like yeah. pre, it's like taking measures to prevent uh, the worst case scenarios. Prevent, yeah, but mitigate already. So Miti- miti- mitigate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't work on the preventing the fire. We work on already mitigation. So right, right, I, right. I will try to maybe decompose the story and give you some use case that we had in Netherlands. Go ahead. So there was a case in Netherlands, in the north of Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old lady, she had oxygen bottle that helped her to breathe. 
you know, because sometimes people have a problem with their health, like lung problem, and they cannot yep. breathe yep. themselves. So that's important mm -hmm. for them to have mm -hmm. this sort of oxygen bottle that help, helps them for that matter. And yep. there was a fire yep. at her place, and she called to 112. It's sort of like a emergency service that you can mm -hmm. get call to get some certain emergency help, like police, ambulance, or fire department. She called, fire department came to her place. They started mitigation, mitigation, and as a result, they didn't know about the oxygen bottle inside her house. And they uh, did some improper oh. actions. So the oxygen bottle exploded, and oh, all no. people were dead, including the firefighters and the victim itself. So our, let's say, goal is to enable firefighters to have this sort of data beforehand, mm. before mm. they're coming to the emergency place, to know the capacity and the complexity of the, of the case itself. Yeah. So yeah. if they knew about oxygen bottle, they might tr try to kind of approach different strategy to mitigate the fire, which of course save the life of the victim and themselves. Yeah. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast live show. There was a question: What? the fuck is going on here? Well, this is the next English podcast live show. Those of you that know me know what is going on here. Those of you that don't, obviously, for you, it might be a bit strange for sure. Right. So this is uh, the live show of the next English podcast, like I said. And normally I would kick this off by talking about uh, weather. However, I think this time we should not waste any time talking about it because, as usual, there's nothing to write home about. And also because we have got another very interesting guest for tonight. I met her through an online course for English teachers who want to start teaching English independently, who want to start their own business. And I took this online course about a month ago. And through that course, I've met a bunch of really interesting people one of them has already been on this podcast, um, Steph. You might remember her. I think um, literally three or four hours ago, I published uh, an episode with Steph. So those of you who have already listened to it know who I'm talking about. But today we've got another one of those people that I met through that course for English teachers. So this is the course I took right before I started working on English through board games course. Don't forget, if you're interested, do get in touch with me. I need to get this course started as soon as possible. This course is fun. You will learn English in a fun way and through games. What else is there really to say about this? I mean, I can tell you more. We can do a Skype call in which I tell you more. Just get in touch with me. And I'm also willing to give you guys a discount because you're my listeners. Anyway, my today's guest is from the UK and she's English. I always knew she would make a fantastic guest on um, this podcast because I have seen some of her live videos and I really like them. Um, I asked her in a message to tell me more about herself so that I could make this intro a bit more interesting. And what a, what a reply I got. I'm going to read it out. So here is my guest bio. By the way, bio, it's, it's like biography. Okay, this is a short, short text about herself, who she is, what she has achieved, and so on. 
and so forth. All right. So here it is. After working, after working for some of the biggest restaurants, restaurant bar and supermarket chains in the UK, running nightclubs, restaurants, and even supermarkets, and climbing the corporate ladder, I quit what I now refer to as real life four years ago to set up a traveling rum festival. Over the last three years, I have organized and run 35 rum festivals, serving 300 different rums and catering to over 25,000 guests. This job has allowed me to, to, um, to only work for eight months of the year and follow her true passion, or I would say my passion, uh, of traveling the world for the other four months. And um, I have now visited 40, 42, 42 countries and hundreds of cities, towns, and villages. During this time, um, she has grown her social media following and has over 50,000 followers across her platform, including nearly 14K on Instagram. 14K, I think that stands for 14,000. Uh, when Corona happened, I pivoted. Pivoted, by the way, is a very interesting verb. To pivot, to pivot could mean to make a, a change. So when Corona happened, I pivoted and now help other people and businesses to grow their online brands online using social media. And I use an online training system that follows people to get um, to set up uh, driving traffic to their businesses in just 90 minutes. And she, she carries on. I also teach online. I like how this is so short compared to what what uh, she said before, but she does teach online as well. She's also an English teacher. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lucy Douglas. Lucy, are you actually here? Because to be honest, ah, here she is. Lucy, hello. Welcome to the Hel show. <laughs> hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, thank you for that. What an introduction. <laughs> well, you wrote it yourself. I only well, read it out. Well, kind of. I um, I was asked to write a bio um, for some other um, marketing I did a while ago. And, I see. And telling my story can be a 10-minute job or it can be a two-hour job if you want the long story. So yeah. if people yeah, if people want the long story, there's quite a lot in there. I'm I'm obviously a lot older than I look. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 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 a condensed version, but I really liked it. And thanks a lot for that. Obviously, you killed more birds with one stone by sending that to me as well. And I think you gave my listeners a, a good idea of who you are. And uh, we don't have to talk about you anymore i guess <laughs> now that yeah, would be a, no. <laughs> that, that would be a shame obviously of, of course we're gonna, <laughs> of course we're gonna talk about you but first of all how are you lucy i'm really well thank you we've had some sunshine in the uk so although i'm stuck at home like you mentioned traveling is my my big thing and obviously being stuck in the uk and not being able to travel has been pretty hard but the sunshine was here this weekend so i can't complain <laughs> Good, good, good to hear that. Well, if it's any consolation, everybody is stuck these days, Lucy. So you are definitely not alone. And I personally feel stuck myself. And 
on 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 different levels as well. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so there's something we have in common, I guess. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much to our listeners, by the way. I, the, I don't know if I have, I might have forgotten to to actually greet them. So thanks for for listening to us live. And obviously, this is gonna get published later on, so everybody will have a chance to have a listen, even. Uh, after the after uh, this live show ends or finishes, so Lucy, uh, we met through an online course for English teachers, if I'm not mistaken, and um, I have to say I think we we were we were kind of in a different position than the rest of the participants, wouldn't you say? Because we both already had our own sort of um, f- you know followers, and we knew a thing or two about social media. I think you more than me for sure. But um, what what do you think? So for me, um, we mentioned that I had to pivot, um, which um, for those people listening, it means basically turning a whole 180. So I was running events. And obviously Mm. with Corona, with the virus happening, events businesses were just shut down completely. So events couldn't happen. So my business went from something that was going to keep me busy for eight months to having... Mm to having nothing really, having no work at all. Yeah. Um, so I, my parents are both teachers and um, I'd considered teaching online for a long time. Um, mm. So then, then when the opportunity arose, I already had my TEFL, which is my, my teacher training certificate. So I started teaching online. Um, yep. But what, what I have done over the last five years setting up businesses is social media. Mm-hmm. And and for me, taking the course was very much how I could combine um, two skills, really, helping people to learn English and improve their English skills, but also using social media to to develop a market and help other people, mm-hmm. potentially, potentially such as yourself, to, to get out to the world to more people because um, – teaching is something that's so valuable and people um people want to develop their english and learn their skills and um social media is a great platform to share share this information absolutely i think this is very admirable and praiseworthy and uh, i think i think you you nailed it with the niche you know because and 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 you have to you had to make a quick decision as well it's 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 kind of now or never right you can't waste your time for too long when something like this happens you have to adopt quickly like the, the quicker you adopt the, the more the more you can succeed i think so obviously this was a blow for a lot of people uh, and for you especially for you because events i can imagine a lot of people gathering in one place i mean no one wants to do that these days do they it might change obviously hopefully hopefully um but uh, for now it's it's probably uh, a very good move to do something like that for anybody yeah. for anybody who who is feel, feeling down or uh, depressed about what has happened yeah absolutely so i often joke and say my superpower is being able to adapt and being able to <laughs> to to change quickly and i think um Obviously, the online world moves very fast, but actually the world moves quite quickly and you never know what's going to happen and being able to adapt. So growing your skills, learning, learning different skills is really important to allow you to be able to just make those decisions and and change if you have to. And for me, I went from a very busy schedule to having 
nothing <laughs> yeah. overnight. And the government said, no events. And that was it. I, I couldn't yeah. do anything. So everything we had planned for this year has been postponed for until next year. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Adaptation <laughs> is key. <laughs> yeah. Flexibility, adaptation and being able to acclimatize and all that. And yeah. uh, well, that's why I watch all these apocalyptic TV shows. It's one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite, especially about the zombies, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it's my favorite. You know, it's it, you never know. And we are living in a in a crazy world, aren't we? Things yeah, are ha absolutely. happening pretty quickly, quicker than before, I would say. You know, so you never know what's, yeah, what's going to happen. Absolutely. Next. You don't know what's going to happen. In some ways, um, the pandemic has forced us to slow down and look at things in a different way. But in other ways, it's I think it's it's caused things to move faster, which were potentially going to happen anyway. So education online, um, people doing more shopping online, these sort of factors that were all going to happen in mm. the next 10 years, but have had to happen more rapidly. So now yeah. the speed that they've happened has been really, really significant. And I think actually it's it's probably fast forwarded the world in absolutely maybe five five years in the space of six months, which is <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a it's, a, it's a actually it's a actually a very good point. We could say that this pandemic, this COVID nineteen situation, it was some sort of a catalyst for for all these changes that were happening anyway, as as you rightly pointed out. I think I think we can we can hear hear you type quite. Uh, Lucy, may I ask you yeah. to? But yeah, perhaps no I think problem. I think your mic is picking up the the typing. It's it's quite. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. There you, go. <laughs> you have a very good you have a very good mic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I won't, it's it's not a real iPhone <laughs> microphone. It's a fake. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say that you, you, from my point of view, I can hear it in my headphones that you sound really crisp and clear. Um, so good. you have a good mic, right? Excellent. So this online training you mentioned, I think it's time to give you a little bit of a plug because you deserve it for for um, appearing on the next English podcast. So you mentioned it, I, I mentioned it in the intro that you'd send me uh, this this online training system that you have. Could could, could ask? Could you tell us a bit more about this? Yeah, what absolutely. Is so, so from from my point of view, over the last five years, I've I've become a bit of a specialist in using Facebook and Instagram to um, drive traffic, which means people and mm. leads, which is potential customers, um, yep. to both Facebook pages, Instagram pages, and also people's Facebook profile. Mm -hmm. So, um, so basically, I use social media to connect with. Um, with potential customers for businesses. Um, and now I help other people to do the same. So it was something I did in order to set up my events business. Obviously, I had to get out there and, and sell tickets to events. Um, yep. and, I, and I learned a lot about how, how we can use social media to, to build relationships, to interact with people, and, mm -hmm. and to find customers. Um, so what I do now is I have um, a blueprint which basically tells people um, the system and the steps I took to, to establish my business online and start getting leads. And then I offer a course which takes people through the steps from optimizing their, their profile, their Facebook business page, and, mm -hmm. their, um, and their Instagram page, making sure it looks great, everyone knows exactly what you do. Yep. And then 
how from there we can take those people that are looking at the page and basically convert them into paying customers. So mm-hmm. using using funnels, which are a sort of a form of web page, um, and converting them from from people who just come to visit the page and have a look. Oh, what are you doing? To <laughs> to um, to paying taking them through the process of paying to, as to paying customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big thing for me, I try and do it at the moment. I'm doing a lot of work on organic marketing, so not paying for advertising, yep. just using using attraction marketing. So making sure that you get the right customers coming to you rather mm-hmm. than having to pay for them. So I help businesses do that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Next English Podcast. Here's another live show for you. Um, can everybody hear me? That is the most important question of the day, as as ever. Can you guys hear me? I really have to sure uh, make sure that you can hear me. Otherwise, this is not going to work. Okay, Maxim and Martin are saying that they can hear me, which makes me believe that everybody can hear me. That's fantastic because otherwise we wouldn't be able to do this. Obviously, now weather-wise, um, because you, as you know, I do start this show with a little bit of a weather report. Uh, weather-wise, it's been all right here. I have to say, uh, we've we've been having some lovely days here. Um, ideal for swimming in a lake, to be honest. I have been to the lake a few times myself, and uh, the water is really warm, and it's scorching hot. It's it's wonderful to be outside these days. Although I have to say, I've got a bit of a headache, so I'm not outside as much as I would love to be. But it is what it is, and uh, hopefully this is only going to get better before it gets worse. <laughs> um, I don't know whether you guys had a chance to listen to the episode of the Next English Podcast that I published a few hours ago, uh, where I pretty much announced a few changes to the Next English Podcast because I wanted to uh, shake things up a bit to give you guys a new incentive why to listen to the Next English Podcast and why to become a patron. So if you're interested in that, please do listen to that episode. And if something isn't clear, uh, feel free to ask me questions um, here or in any other way. So let's get cracking, shall we? Let me introduce my today's guest. And it is one of those guests that Honestly, I don't know much about. It has happened here on this podcast before, uh, but uh, I approached her online and she seemed interested. She was up for it. She wanted to be on the podcast, so everything is fine, I guess. Uh, She is an English teacher and she coaches professionals in the renewable energy industry. And she uses um, or she teaches advanced communication skills in business English. Now, um, as far as I know, she is originally from Italy, but uh, she's living in Scotland and she's been there for a while. Uh, So her name is Ellie. And if I'm mispronouncing your name, Ellie, I'm I'm really sorry. I'm sure you can actually put this right. Uh, So Ellie, welcome to the show. Could you please call me in? Here you are. Yeah, fantastic. Hello, Hello Ellie. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Hello, Stanek. <laughs> Hi. Good to have you here, Ellie. 
Oh, it's so exciting to be here. Thank you so much again. <laughs> it's exciting to have you here as well. Oh. <laughs> I forgot Good. I forgot to I forgot to mention in the in the introduction that uh one of the reasons I invited you was because I have seen some of your videos that you post on your LinkedIn. <laughs> and I, I I I think you you have a fantastic sense of humor. And uh, there's never Thank there's you. never enough of that. There's never enough of that True. on this podcast. True. So and in, in, in life in general, I would say. <laughs> you, may, you made my job sound very, very posh and very important. So thank you very much. Of I love that. Is, of, of course it is important and we are important. Absolutely. Some, sometimes we are not Slow given as... enough. Sometimes we are not given enough credit for it, right? That's so true. That's so true. We mm -hmm. never get enough of it. We are so misunderstood. <laughs> Well, but we are not here to complain because this is no, no, absolutely. No, Although no. it has happened on this podcast before that I used it as as a means to complain about the state of the world and about uh, <laughs> my own uh, failures and things like that. But not, not today, Ellie. Not today. Okay. Today, okay. Today, let's let's put a positive spin on it. And uh, for, for, first of all, how are you and how is Scotland these days? I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. Scotland is, well, the usual. <laughs> very <laughs> wet. Exactly. You know that. Exactly. Everybody knows about Scottish weather. Is we it raining cats and dogs sun. there right now? Wing, cats, wing, dogs, match, match. crocodiles. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> we get everything. No, it's, yeah. it's been terrible this week. Absolutely horrible. 12 degrees, rain, rain, storms, thunder. Yeah, 12 oh, degrees. My goodness. It's freezing. Absolutely that's, freezing. That's unimaginable. Yeah. Like I said, I do, I do actually, I can actually sunbathe these days. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm, sorry. Are you living I'm going around with my coat on. <coughs> sorry, Zenek. Are you living somewhere in the north of Scotland by any chance? No, not far from Edinburgh. Really? Mm. So it's quite central in Scotland where I live. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine in the north. I don't even want to think about it. I, I, don't, I, I refuse to imagine that. Yeah, I refu poor I refu people. I refuse to yeah. imagine that. <laughs> anyway, happy days. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, good to have you here, Ke uh, Ellie. I said, I, I said, I said, cats. I said, cats. Yes. Uh -huh. I said, I, I wanted to call you cats, but that's that's the topic. <laughs> that's the topic of the show, not oh, not your name, call me right? Cat. It's okay. <laughs> That's the topic of the show, not your name. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So, uh, why did I choose this topic, Ellie? Why? Why did you? Why? Because cats are so important in our lives. <laughs> How could we possibly live without cats? <laughs> this is I an like important that. question. <laughs> I like that attitude. But actually, <laughs> it was kind of you who chose that topic. Because when we... When we were discussing, that's so not what... true. That's so not true. <laughs> you forced me. You forced me to talk about cats. <laughs> now that is a proof. That is a proof, guys, that she is a. Ah, uh, it's true. Oops. <laughs> it's Actually, true. I did ask you. Remember, we were like mm -hmm. exchanging some messages on Facebook, and I was yep. like, "What? What on earth do we talk about? What could be our topic?" And well... I asked you, "What are your interests, Ellie?" And you said to me that one of them is cats so i said yeah that's that's pretty amazing actually because i love straightforward topics like that no messing about you know no easy peasy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That was a very easy question and with a very easy answer. Cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, because sometimes I, I come up with some profound questions like I don't know, like the state oh, no, of the world and Donald yeah. Trump and like things like that, oh. you know. And <laughs> Wow. Wow, interesting. Okay. You know no, what it's, I mean? It's like too some, cold. <laughs> sometimes we sometimes we end up going into like really heavy subjects as well so it's nice to, to do something like this for a change something more light-hearted it's not pushy it's not so light-hearted cats are very important you know <laughs> well yeah? I've, I've come up with a list a long list of questions for you as some of oh, looking forward to that <laughs> might be slightly controversial more maybe or, or, you know, might, might, could lead to an interesting debate but who else should i talk to about this than you right no one so, else absolutely so, i agree so why why cats ellie tell us what's your history with cats my history with cats <laughs> well when i was born a long time ago now i always wanted a cat when i was a kid i don't remember why but i had this thing for cats yeah. and um, finally finally when i turned 13 i got measles and I was so happy because I had the excuse to get a cat. I said, Mommy, I'm so sick. I'm so unwell. I need a cat. <laughs> so Mommy was like, oh, absolutely, Ellie. You really need it. I said, yes, finally. <laughs> so I got my first cat. And oh, it was cool. called Romeo. Uh, what? It was called Romeo. Oh, I, th- I thought you said it was coronavirus. All right. Cor- <laughs> Like Romeo, that would be Romeo in English. In Italian, Uh, we say Romeo. (laughs) Romeo, okay, sounds good. Romeo, and it was black and white and very cute. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it got run over at the age of nine months. Oh, no. So, yeah, it was a short-lived happiness for me. Yeah. Nine months. Wow, that's kind of symbolic, isn't it? Did you get another one? Of course. After Romeo, what do you get? Julia. So <laughs> Julia. got Julia, <laughs> and she was a white cat this time, very fluffy oh. and very soft. Okay. And, uh, and luckily, she lasted 11 years, so I had very fond oh, memories of Julia. 11 years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's more yeah. than the previous cat, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. A fair improvement, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, yeah. um, was it your last cat, or did you have more cats after that? Um, after that, I left home. I moved, you know, I moved out. I went to study, went to university. I was too busy drinking to think about cats. <laughs> but then, when I moved to Manchester and I got my place, I yeah. got a cat as well. And that was in 2010. Mm-hmm. And she was called Potato. <laughs> and... Um, she okay. was a potato, then honestly, she was brown, she was fat, she was a potato. <laughs> I like so, I like how you went from, from very like um posh posh names Romeo and Julia <laughs> coming from Shakespeare, you know. Yeah, and exactly. then and, and, and then you moved on to potato. <laughs> so quite a contrast, if you ask me. Absolutely, but she was so cute and, and she was so peevy. I never seen such a peevy cat. Oh my, she hated humanity, honestly. She hated everyone, <laughs> apart from me, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's, that's obviously. Cool. But I loved her so much. And unfortunately, she passed away last October. Oh, no. And uh, she left a big, big hole in my existence. But, you know, and she was 17. 
So I've seen a good age for a cat. Well, it's definitely mm. improving. Like, how, where does oh, it's this getting end? better and where better. Does this end from nine from nine months to eleven years to seventeen years? Wow! Yes, seventeen yeah, yeah, years. So. I never thought yeah. cats can live this long. Seventeen years. Well, she didn't have a very busy life. As I said, she was a potato, so she loved being on the couch. Obviously, <laughs> I see. So, so a very so safe life. So are you saying that if if you if you spend a lot of time being a couch potato or just doing nothing does this does this actually prolong your life? Well, I'm testing this theory and we'll let you know. <laughs> so is it, for now it's just a hip- hypothesis and we don't At know the moment, whether... yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's, the Russian it's, va- it's like the Russian vaccine isn't it? It's a just <laughs> It's just a hypothesis. We'll, we'll see what happens. Exactly. We'll, see, we'll see what happens, right? So, <laughs> absolutely. But it seems to work for cats, though, because mm. she had a very long and restful life. Let's call it like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we, at this point, we don't know whether it it works on people as well, right? It no, but I'll been, let you know in a few years. I'm trying. Has, I'm trying very hard. It has been tested on cats, though. Yes. But by Ellie, it's not exactly. Yes. Ellie. <laughs> it's not exactly a scientific <laughs> scientific research or anything, but <laughs> I, should, I should write a paper about it. Exactly. My life with potato. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a good market marketing name as well, because every everybody Absolutely. everybody would expect you to perhaps like to I don't know like you could you could put a put a picture there you could put a picture on with you and a potato in the actual an actual potato in hand. And the people yeah, like, they're going well, to think it's a gardening well, book or something it, like that. But no, people will be like, what, about what is this about? That's not, that sounds interesting. <laughs> and then the subtitle would be yeah. everything you need to know about the life of cats or something. <laughs> so, so, you know, I'm going to make some notes here. Good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, abso- absolutely. Do do that for sure. So, so, so I think I think it's quite it was quite inevitable for us to choose the topic of cats. Then, considering your your history with cats, I mean your mm-hmm. long term dedication to these animals, yeah. these yeah. this, this animal species rather species. Um, so, cats obviously are car- car- carnivorous animals. Uh, feline, yeah. Do we say feline animals? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. They are feline. Yeah, mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. good. So it's 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 like it's like tigers and lions, but but smaller and domesticated. M- right? Much smaller, yeah, much smaller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just coming up with some vocabulary just for for um, for our listeners very here. Good, so, very good. So yeah. um, much smaller, yeah, for sure. And domesticated. What does it mean? What does it mean? Domesticated animals. What does it actually mean? I think that we force them to get used to our existence. <laughs> Well, it just—is <laughs> it? Oh, to be more specific, we okay. got them to live with humans, to live in our house. They got adapted yeah. to our lifestyles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they yeah. got uh, not so aggressive. As you say yeah, they're related to tigers, but they're very fluffy. They're purry. Yeah. Very friendly. They're nice. Yeah. They, they sleep with us. They, you know, they they poo everywhere yeah. still that didn't change but yeah. anyway they, they like they try they pretend they like us because we give them food yeah, i think i think i think i think you're right yeah i think we'll get to that yeah. later to, to the character traits <laughs> okay. Catholic, okay. which i find absolutely fascinating personally oh, but good. um yeah <laughs> so um obviously are there any wild cats 
It's just wondering, like, do they still exist? We do exist? have wild cat in Scotland, Stanek. We do. They are, oh, it's really? Called, really? It's called the Highland Tiger. But oh, it's not cool. a tiger, it's a cat. Cool. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next English podcast. Here is another live show for you. Can everybody hear me? That's the most important question of, of the evening. Can you hear me, guys? <clears throat> Just say if you can hear me, because you never know. All right. Excellent. Thanks very much. It's good to be back. And uh, first of all, I'd like to thank to those of you who became patrons of the next English podcast. It's really fantastic that you chose to support me. And thank you very much for that. Um, so believe it or not, but today I played a football match. Yes, and I'm absolutely naked. It was the first match of the season. I'm not exactly prepared for it. I didn't really train that much. We're talking about village football, so uh, the players don't, don't train as hard as they should. And uh, we unfortunately, we lost 5-1. And I have to say that um, I'm getting on a bit in terms of my footballing potential. I'll probably not make it as an Arsenal player anymore, but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not as fast and as sharp as I used to be and all that. Speaking of football, it's actually Champions League final now. Uh, so if any of you are football fans, I really appreciate that you chose the next English podcast uh, live show over Champions League final. To be honest, uh, I'm a bit torn about it myself, but uh, I'm here and ready to record another episode of the next English podcast for you. If you guys want, you can uh, keep me informed about the match. If you are, uh, if you have got uh, the match on as you're listening to this show, please tell me what's happening in that match. Right. As always, we've got a guest. And uh, as always, this guest is very interesting. Um, he is a teacher. He is CELTA and TESOL qualified English teacher. And he's originally from Argentina but currently he's living in London. He specifically focuses on Spanish-speaking professionals in the oil industry. So it's uh, kind of a niche for him. That's what he teaches. And um, as far as I'm aware, he also focuses on pronunciation and body language. I'm sure if I said something wrong that uh, Ro uh, Roberto will cl clarify this for us. Roberto, welcome to the next English podcast. Uh, Hello, Roberto. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you very well. Good evening, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. It's a pleasure to have you here, Roberto. Fantastic. That um, was a wonderful introduction, let me tell you. <laughs> I, you see, I, I, prepare, I actually prepared this, so I've got some notes, you know. So <laughs> We can, we can uh, say that you've done your homework. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did indeed do my homework, didn't I? <laughs> I try my best with these live shows because it's often about how you start, you know, you get into that sort of zone and you get this vibe and then you just keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So it's, it's great to see that we've got some listeners listening live, but obviously the patrons, if, if you're a patron, you uh, will be able to have ac access to this uh, when the show is done. And also stay here when the show is finished, because you'll be able to talk to me and other listeners for about 20 minutes. But back to Roberto. Roberto, how are you? I'm very well. I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, it's really interesting that you, you told us that you played a, a football match today. 
I just got back from a very long cycle. Mm -hmm. um, I went plane spotting, which is one of my, my hobbies. <laughs> so What's I that again? What's plane that again? spotting. Oh, plane well, spotting, yeah. Can, can you tell us what exactly it is? So I cycled to the airport, uh, roughly 10 miles each way. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't done that in a very long time. I'm shattered, but <laughs> it was very well worth it. I guess, we are, I guess we are in the same boat at the moment. Roberto, is that, is that Heathrow, actually? Is that Heathrow you're uh, talking about? No, no, no. I, li I live closer to Gatwick. Ah, I see. Gatwick, yeah. That's, that's the one in the south, isn't it? That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the countryside. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. So, well, we made it and we are here to talk about pronunciation today, actually, Roberto. I hope I didn't make any sort of mistake when I was introducing you and uh, how you teach English. Is, was that all correct? You, you absolutely nailed it. Yes. Great. So um, I always, when I, when I um, choose to invite a guest onto a podcast, I always ask my guest what sort of topic he or she would be comfortable with. And it turned out that you would be interested in talking about pronunciation, which I think is a fantastic topic, which, because we haven't really addressed it here on the Next English podcast. Uh, so thank you for choosing that topic. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I, I mean, I think there are so many approaches that we can take. Uh, we can analyze it from so many different angles and, and, and they can trigger some really, really interesting debates. So, yep. well, I'm really looking forward to it. Same here. Likewise, I, I absolutely agree with you. A lot of angles. And I, I tried to come up with a few sentences that I jotted down as I was preparing for this episode, but I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, you, might, you might have your own points. And listeners, as always, you're welcome to ask us any questions as we record um, best if you probably leave them to the end, but if you have something to say, don't hesitate. Uh, you have the, the chatting room here, so you can talk to us as well. So, Roberto, um, to kick this off, I decided to make a list of pretty much aspects of pronunciation or things that we can look at in terms of English teaching. So um, let, me, let me go through that list. So we can look at individual sounds, we can look at accents, rhythm, intonation, word stress, sentence stress, aspects of connected speech like linking, omission of sounds, then there is silent letters, homophones, and minimal pairs. I may have forgotten about something, but it's just off the top of my head. So It sounds like you really did your homework today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a phrase of the night. I like it. I like it. It's, it was quite an, quite, an exhaustive, quite an exhaustive list, right? Um, it's, it's because I, I believe we sometimes don't realize it, how much there is to pronunciation. It's not just uh, how you sound, you know, or, or what accent you have. There's so much to it. So much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So I did my homework too, let me tell you. And I have three people in mind, three mm -hmm. very well-known characters that to, to whom refer at some point. Uh, so we can choose to be very technical or, or start technical and then move on to the more 
social uh, film industry uh, angle. Yes, yes. Um, so you lead the way, Zenek. Yeah, so it's not just about, that's a good point, actually. It's not just about learning English and teaching English. It's, it's, it's about, as you said, film industry. So you might be teaching accents or how to pronounce. Uh, uh, you might be teaching this to actors, right, to professionals like that. So it's actually, you're absolutely right. My questions, Roberto, if, if, it, if that's okay with you, they might not be uh, uh, perfectly organized. Like there might not be a rhyme and reason to, to how I'm, I'm going to ask them. But uh, I think... It doesn't matter. It's okay to go off on tangents, by the way. You know, it's, it's a, this is a, this is a um, freestyle conversation. So <laughs> anything that floats our, floats our boat and it, it has to do with pronunciation is, is appreciated. Okay, so um, uh, my first question. As an English learner, how crucial is it, in your opinion, to learn how to pronounce correctly? Well, that's a very good question because, I mean, uh, off the top of my head, um, there are times there are times when, when you do things, um, put simply, when you're doing things right, I mean, when, mm. when you, your pronunciation is just good enough, let's say. Hmm? Yep. We, we can elaborate on what good enough means, but... Yeah. Um, it's it's a very common concern, you know. It's like, is my pronunciation good? I mean, what do people tell me, or what uh, don't actually mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. tell me? You know, so yeah. Um, I think I think it's not only a good idea, but also necessary when <clears throat> you, as a teacher, you spot spot something, you know, mm -hmm. a consistent mistake for whatever the reason, and yes. say, okay, you're here. This is the problem, and this is where we go, where we need to go. And uh, well, um, show them how, right? Yes, I couldn't agree more. For me, it's very important that if you are an experienced teacher, that you can make this distinction between just a slip. You know, sometimes you just mispronounce something because it's, it's as as if almost by accident. But then, as you rightly pointed out, there might be some fossilized errors, some mistakes that repeat, and that's Absolutely. where you should really step in and. Uh, try to do your best to tell that person you specifically have to correct it on spots or in delayed feedback, right? Absolutely, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and also, I think it's really important to know where they want to go, right? I mean, many people, I mean, at least in, in my experience, they want to learn English because they have an ultimate target. You know, I mean, they want to accomplish something more mm -hmm. for which... English is a, a tool, right? It's, yeah. they, they, they don't do it just out of pleasure, you know, like for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for example, you, you want to you move abroad or you want to get a job or, or pass an exam. Absolutely. And you want to make sure that you can perform well when it is needed, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I, I think that based on that is how much time and how much how much effort how much energy you can devote on your actually on your whole process right but mm -hmm. but pronunciation tends to be relegated you know um, for, for for many reasons uh, it's it's a different different kind of work that you have to do it's not just like learning grammar and, and yeah. you do exercises yeah. eventually you sit an exam 
uh, it's a different kind of work. It's a different, uh, uh, different kind of uh, effort that, that that your brain has to do, you know, and and the fruit of that uh, is perhaps takes takes longer. And it's not it's not so easy to measure, I would say. Yeah, um, it's it's a bit of an experience. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an in- intangible, really. Sometimes you can measure it, but to what extent can you really do that? And, exactly. Yeah, and just going back to the to the question, so how crucial is it to pronounce correctly? What I would say is that um, in my experience, often pronunciation is either underrated or overrated. You know, so mm-hmm. so. Yes. Uh, uh, underrated, like it's not given enough importance. The, some course books don't focus on it enough, and overrated uh, because some some people just get obsessed with having spot-on pronunciation, sounding like sounding like a native speaker, and and uh, getting uh, you know really stressed if they don't, and feeling of being constantly judged by others and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. My very first teacher when I was a little boy, uh, she didn't teach me any anything, any, um, any pronunciation. I mean, not not the not the systematic, you know, systematic way that we can we can that it's normally learned, you know, with symbols uh, and all. Um, I was I was one of those lucky few that instinctively just listened and copy, you know, and and did more or less okay, until yeah. I got into into college, and I attended phonetics lab, uh, phonology, and and all, and and I and I actually learned. But yeah, let, let me know, tell you what. Let me tell you yeah. what. This this made a massive difference when I was studying um, linguistics at the university. And I discovered it's like it was like a completely it was like the whole new world for me to discover when I when I attended these phonology and phonetics classes. I've, I, I'd never known that something like this even existed. You know, I had like a vague idea of what it is like to sound correctly. But all this stress and different sounds and, and aspects of connected speech, it was so fascinating. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely, you've just described my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can totally relate. Yes, F- fantastic. Because you see, I sometimes I come across with I come across English teachers who um, they don't care what they sound like, and I think it's very important for us teachers uh, to really give a good pronunciation model. You know. Thanks for listening to Zdenex English podcast. Don't forget you can listen to Zdenek's English podcast live shows every Sunday at 9pm Central European time. Consider becoming Zdenek's English podcast patron for as little as $1 a month. Only patrons have access to previous live shows and an exclusive opportunity to practice their speaking with me and other listeners for about 20 minutes on the topic of the live show right after it finishes. That is every Sunday at around 10 p.m. Central European time. For more information about this podcast, my other projects, including my brand new English course, go to teachersdenek.com, join Teachersdenek YouTube channel and Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group. Thank you so much for being a patron of Zdenek's English Podcast. 
Without you, I wouldn't be able to do this.